Good morning, everybody. Mike Courtney here, Mass Mutual, Eastern Pennsylvania. It is Wednesday. It's June. I can't believe it. My kids are about to be out of school and uh, turn my world upside down. So uh, it's exciting for the summertime, but not looking forward to that. I'm here with Steve Parisi. Steve, how are you this morning? Fantastic, my friend. Thanks so much for asking. Good to see you too. So uh, Steve and I were having a conversation um, about something that we've run into all the time. And I know Steve is an expert with this. So I thought I would bounce this off of him and, and see if he could help us out. I get requests all the time for whole life design that looks like, you know, I want to see a three pay. I want to see a five pay. I want to see a seven pay. We've got uh, at Mass Mutual in particular, we have products that are 10 pay, 12 pay, 15 pay. If you just eliminate premiums shorter than, to that than that time frame, the policy it still looks fantastic, but you've got a drag on cash value and accumulating death benefit because the policy's borrowing against itself to fund premium. So um, I'm always a little bit hesitant with those kind of designs because, you know, I, I don't really think that unless fully explained, the client's going to understand what's going on. And um, I want to make sure I'm working with an agent who could really deliver that message. How, how do you how do you manipulate products or policies in those kind of situations? Yeah, good question. And that is probably the most popular design and what people are most interested in that we work with call it a five pay. And what that means, just if someone's hearing this and hearing what, what's a five pay, it means you pay into a policy for only five years. And if it's a three pay, it's three years. And by the way, you can take a policy out where you plan to pay into it for 10 years or 30 years, however long you want to, and then stop after three year, years, five years, meaning you can pivot as you go. Um, that type of design from a flexibility standpoint is is huge in my mindset because you take a whole life insurance product, you hear the word whole life and think you have to pay for your whole life. Wait, wait I can I can stop after five years and then just let it ride and access it like a, a personal line of credit and such. Yeah, and here's what it looks like. All right, that's what I want. And that's what we get well, a lot. To your point, when I first started with Mass 11 years ago, my uh, general agent that I was working for at the time, our good friend Walter, um, had me run. He said, run a, uh, he, we were using our Tempeh product. And he was like, you know, just run an illustration on yourself and shut off premium after two years. I was like, you know, that's not going to work. What are you talking about? It's, you know, it's going to lapse or, and I couldn't believe that not only did it work, it looked great. Now, the the flip side of it looked great is there was always a loan on that policy that, that is growing and accumulating interest. And I'm from an illustration perspective, I'm not repaying the loan principal or interest. But cash, my net cash value was always increasing. Would have been way better if I had kept funding it. Um, but it does work. So, yeah, and, and you can eliminate the loan aspect too pretty easily. So here's how we'll design it. So if someone says, I want a five pay, they're going to pay in a hundred grand per year for five years, a total of a half a million. And if it's a total of 50,000, you can do the same thing, just take off a zero. But if I'm paying a hundred thousand dollars per year for five years, the most important thing right out of the gates is designing that policy appropriately 
And what we'll do specifically is of the 100K, minimize the base premium. I'll explain exactly why in a minute, but we're gonna minimize that base premium. Let's call it $10,000. So of the 100K, 10,000 is going toward the premium. Maybe I've got 1,000 going toward term insurance. That's going to prevent a mech. And then the other 89 grand to PUAs, which is gonna maximize cash value. So you're gonna do that one, two, three, four, five years. Now, after the fifth year, if you say, I'm done, you're the consumer. I don't wanna pay anything anymore. Yeah, you don't have to decide that in year one. You're deciding that, right. Correct, and maybe it's after year three you say I'm done, but we'll keep the example of five years, year six rolls around, you don't wanna pay anything. You've got the $10,000 base premium and the $1,000 term rider premium. So call it $11,000 minimum that's due. You've got two options in policy year six. The first thing you can do is what you had mentioned. You can have the policy take a loan against itself to pay that premium, which is not always bad. What'll happen is, a way I like to explain it is when that $11,000 loan is processed, you'll see your cash value drop by 11,000, but then it pays the premium. In year six, premium dollars come back to cash value, so it's gonna go up by $11,000. So it's not gonna hurt you much, and you're still earning interest on the entire bucket of cash value, so you'll see it continue to go forward. So option one is a loan. The second option, which I'd prefer in a case like this, is to have that $11,000 premium paid through dividends and interest. So it's just a surrender there. So you'll have the premium that's due, the policy can pay for itself without a loan, which means no loan interest, especially if you have no intent of ever making payments again, meaning I don't wanna have to pay that loan or loan interest down the road. I don't want the loan interest to result in drag especially if interest rates go up. Um, But what we'll do is have the policy pay for itself through dividends and interest in year six, in year seven, and then here's the key on this, in year eight, the policyholder now has an option to exercise a reduced paid up. I know you know what that is, but that's going to eliminate the premium altogether. You do not need to decide that when starting a policy the earliest you can exercise that option is typically year eight in order to prevent a mech. You've got to get past the first seven years. So what we're doing there is having the policy pay for itself through dividends and interest only for the, for two years in that particular five pay. Years six and seven, you paid zero. You had the policy pay for itself. If you funded it only for three years, then it's going to pay for itself years four, five, six, and seven. And then we can hit the kill switch that reduced paid up option, which by the way, that's going to kill the premium. It will no longer be due. You will see your death benefit drop as a result and it'll eventually recover. But once you hit that reduced paid up option, meaning we get rid of the premium, you cannot add more money into premium or PUAs. You can borrow or repay, but you can no longer add more dollars. Talked a lot there. Any questions on that or anything like that? Would you, in that scenario with the $1,000, lesser payment, yeah. would you try to structure something where over those first five years, you paid up lesser? Or would that just take too much funding away from PUAs? No, you still get PUAs on the lesser payment. Yeah, yeah. Lesser accomplishes the same thing with PUAs are very, very similar. Um, some Sometimes we will do that, depends on the individual's age and really the in- intention when first starting a policy. If you came to me and said, I'm going to fund this for five years. Like, here's a bucket of money. I'm going to move it into the policy over this period of time, and then I'm done. 
Like I'm not paying anything afterwards. I don't want to. Then you would do exactly what you mentioned from a design perspective. I'd have base premium, lister, maybe a little bit of ailer, but I'm going to buy down the term quickly. If you said, hey, I want to fund it for five years, but if things go really well, I might want to keep on feeding this policy forever, right? <laughs> for, for 20 years, a long time. Then I'll design it in a manner where we've got more going toward Ailer, a little bit toward Lisser. And then, then if you decided after five years you're done, what we would do is when we, in year eight, hit that reduced paid up option, that's going to eliminate all term that came with the Lisser anyway. Um, and we're, when we're throwing these terms out, Lister, Ailer, these are different term insurance riders and PUA riders that maximize the cash value of the product. Right. All right. So for, for the listeners and for uh, folks at home who are following along, the most important, the takeaway here really is structuring the policy yeah. in the most flexible way up front. All of these other things can be done on the fly as your needs change, as your desires change, how you want the policy to look, how much you want to fund into the contract. Make sure you get the design right up front where you've got ultimate flexibility and then you're going to be in really good shape down the road regardless of the scenario. Yeah. And what I can add to the best thing an agent can do to stress test these short pay scenarios, say it's a three pay, right? Any limited pay scenario where you're going to have the premium paid through dividends and interest. Run it based on the guarantees. No dividends ever. Because then you can see, does my premium and term insurance rider, the expenses that are associated with that, exceed the guaranteed rate in the product? My values start to go down. That's where I'm going to look at it and raise a red flag and say, I wouldn't do this. Here's maybe a different way I would design it. And maybe we, instead of three years, we should spread it out over four years or something like that. Um, but looking at it with the guarantees, like when you see a design where you can fund it for three years and then in year four with no dividends, a premium still due that you're not paying, the guaranteed rate on its own is able to support that premium, the insurance cost, and your cash value still goes up, then I can look at that with pure confidence and say, okay, it's going to continue to increase in value. We've always seen dividends paid, so it should be better than this. I don't have to worry about a mech issue because the death benefit's not going down or some kind of weird thing like that. We're, we're good. Like this consumer is going to be satisfied. So I'm comfortable with it. Yep. <laughs> Great that tip. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Listen, if you want to follow up with Steve or myself about anything that we talked about here, uh, short pay, how to structure these products, limited pay options, and then how to handle really where the rubber meets the road is ongoing uh, client meetings and annual reviews and uh, really making sure the right things are, are in place here. Feel free to touch base with myself or Steve at any point. We can do a deeper dive. Steve, thanks for your help. Sure thing. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Bye.